We would like to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to elders both past and present. This is the Dude Cinema Podcast. But I was just like scrolling through it like nerds, 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 like I don't care. <laughs> Movie shaming needs to stop. Obviously, a dude wrote this script. These teeth aren't friends, and I'm like, I'm about it. I honestly think that this movie should just be called Red Flags. <laughs> Let me, Miles, tell you. Fuck you, Stanley Kubrick. This is the Dude Cinema Podcast. My name is Alex J, and with me is my gorgeous co-host... Rebecca Chalud. This is the podcast where we watch all the movies that dudes have taught us we have to see. And if you'd like to support us, you can subscribe to our exclusive Gold Class feed on Apple, Spotify, or Patreon for exclusive weekly content for just $7 a month. Links in the show notes. Get on down. This week, you know, there's a lot of goss in there. Mm. Alex went to the Australian Podcast Awards. And I went on tour with Mr. Alan Carr. Who? What? What? When? Why? How? Yeah, in New Zealand. So I'll give you all of the gossip about that over there. Mm -hmm. So where? And of course, what have we watched? And what have we watched? I've watched a lot. This is going to be a chunky gold class, you guys. Yeah. So head on over. But how are you, my love? I'm good. Yeah? I'm good. My liver is not good, Mm -hmm. but the rest of me is great. I did. Mm -hmm. Did New Zealand do that to you? Yes. Uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Zealand did it. It and wasn't my own <laughs> bad <here>. decisions. <laughs> no, 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 at all. It was all the country of New Zealand. So thank you, New Zealand. Thank you, Kiwis. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I um, Like you just said, we went to the Australian Podcast Awards last week, which was very exciting. So I'm a producer with DM and we went to the Podcast Awards on Monday night. We were nominated for Best Network and Cinemates, we won Best Network. Yay. Second year in a row, too. Yeah. So two years in a row, our network that uh, did cinema is with uh, one best network in Australia. We're rocking with the best. Rocking with the best. We were so proud. It was such a lovely night too. We got to get dressed up and you get all tears. Gorgeous. <laughs> Thank you. It's a new outfit. I haven't bought a new outfit for an event in uh, years. Years. And well, you, there haven't been events. Yeah, there hasn't been any to buy outfits for. Exactly. So this is really fun. You nailed it. Go check out photos on the Instagram. It's gorgeous. I got someone message me who... <laughs> Is like kind of a mutual, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm mutual. I was like, is Alex on the podcast was on stage? She looks <laughs> so hot. And I was like, that is her. She does look hot. Thank you. <laughs> we're giving away all the gods. Yes. Okay. So head over to Gold Class tomorrow to hear the rest of that stuff. Uh, but before we get into the episode, yes. I would just like to read out a little story from a cinemate who sent us a little DM on Instagram. This is from Candles Burnout. Um, so Candles Burnout said, hello, ladies. After enough Bill Murray stories lately, I'm finally breaking another one into the world. This is not my story. However, Graham's passed at the end of 2020 shout out to grams and i don't think anyone in my family listens to podcasts safely allowing me to share 
So in the 1980s, Bill Murray had some sort of partial ownership with my state's baseball team. He would go to games here fairly regularly. It wasn't a huge deal at the time. My Grams was a season ticket holder, so she was also at these games regularly. One of those times, my Grams had my mum and her two sisters with her, all under the age of 10. The kids were very excited to see a Ghostbuster in real life, so my Grams grabbed them and went to get an autograph. As you would. As you fucking would, of course. And it's the 80s too. You can't just DM something, like tweet someone and get some kind of interaction. Yeah. This and is he- IRL. Okay, I don't like where this is going. Bill Murray was incredibly rude to them. To the point that he barely acknowledged any of them. My Grams was fuming, so she slapped him straight across the face. No way. And told him to basically fuck off. (laughs) I'm not sure how much time had passed, but they ran into him at another game and my Grams tried again. This time he was overtly nice to them, sat and talked to the girls for several minutes. My Grams was so overjoyed when they were saying goodbye, she grabbed Bill Murray and kissed him straight off the face. Oh, my God, Grams. (laughs) Anyway, this is the story of the two occasions my grandmother accosted the man himself. Apologies for the long message. Don't apologize. Okay, can your grams be dude cinema's grams? Because she slapped and then smooched Smooched Bill Murray. Murray. Oh, my God. Look. (laughs) What a hero. I love her. That's a full, like, I, there's probably people that have dated Bill Murray that are jealous yeah. <laughs> of the range of things that she got Emotions to do to Bill Murray. That she experienced with him. That's amazing. So, Thank you so yeah. much for that story. Fuck, fuck yeah. yeah. We nearly did another Bill Murray movie this week. We did, And yeah. I said, I'm so, I can't, I physically can't look at that man's face again, Anymore. whatever it is. Even if it's a great movie, I'll be like, I fucking hate it. Yeah. So. We'll take a break and then we'll head back to that one eventually. Yeah. Um, but now let's move on to nice people saying nice things. As got well. A, yeah, as well. I got oh a lot of love this week, you yeah. guys. So first off, we've got a big shout out to Elliot, who has joined our Patreon as a top tier cinemate. Yeah, congratulations, Elliot, for taking the cake, making the big dive. We appreciate it so much. Thank you for your ongoing support. And we hope that we can fulfill your needs, desires when it comes to anything dude cinema and keep being... Fucking legend. Give it a fucking legend. So if any of you guys want a shout out on the main feed, just head to Patreon and become one of our top tier cinemates and you get extra love, which is just more like vibes from us, but also a shout out on the main feed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we also, before we move on to the movie, got a lovely message from Scott on Instagram. Yes. Okay. So Scott says, hi, ladies. Big fan. Oh, my God. Thank you so Thank much. You so much. I'm a stupid completionist, so I found your pot a while ago, and I'm only up to ep 90. Mm. I just caught my son, 12, dude centering my daughter, 9, <gasps> while watching YouTube vids. <gasps> oh, my God. He kept telling her, this bit's hilarious. Watch this. When she was already watching. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, it starts early. Just had a conversation with him about letting her decide for herself what she thinks is funny and not putting pressure on her to like what he likes. And a conversation with her about not being pressured to like things and be comfortable making her own decisions about what is good. Thank you for helping me, Dad, a bit better. Scott. Oh, Scott. Oh, my God. This is what we're here for. Scott. Well, I hope you hurry your way through all of those episodes. Please, quickly. So you can hear this shout yeah, oh, out yeah. <laughs> on episode 181. 
202. What am I even on about? <laughs> I think the last time we clocked the number of the apps we're up to was about 180. Yeah, even, so oh we're just doing God. that thing where we're just like stuck there forever. Yeah. Like, I, think, I, remember, I remember the first time I learned my mum's age was when she was 40. Like, that's when <laughs> I like, came into being a person that understands age. So now forever my mum is 40 in my head. <laughs> so it's one of those things. Yeah, we had like a lot of meetings and planning at, one eight, at, one at 180. Yeah. So I'm just like, we're still there. Even though we just had our 200th. Oh, my God. Great. Thank you, Scott. You're the best dad ever. We love this well so much. Done. Tell your sons about dude cinema and yep. empower your daughters about dude cinema as well. Fuck yeah. But... Shall we talk about the movie that has brought us here today? I guess. Okay, that was about 10 minutes. Um. <laughs> oh, so this week we had multiple people message us. We had Joanna on Instagram mm-hmm. and my friend Chelsea, mm. R-I-L. I thought you R-I-P. R-I-P. No, I just... <laughs> She's got that one request yeah, in right with before her the dying end. breath. She said, "Please do on her deathbed. David Lynch film." And I said, "I will. I, I will, will Chelsea. I'll do that, and then I'll avenge your death. Or maybe I'll do it the other way around. I don't know what my schedule's like." <laughs> <laughs> so yes, we're doing a David Lynch this week, avenging Chelsea next week. Um, <laughs> But she also is like, you please do a David Lynch film. Yes. My boyfriend, Jared. I'll <gasps> name him on the pod. I'm not scared. Jared. Made her watch a couple of David Lynch things. A cu- d- Plural. Mm-hmm. In- including this weird video on YouTube, which I would like to show you now. <laughs> of course. That's one of them. Oh, my God. It's a weird video on YouTube. I will not make you watch all of it because it is fucking disturbing. But anyway, here we go. Okay. This video is called Crazy Clown Time. Oh, God. Oh, it's already so lynchy. I'm going to skip through it because it's wild. Like, yeah. Was it a music video? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's him. Oh, I don't like it. I'm stressed. Yeah. This is stressful. What is it? Right? Truly, nothing is happening. What is it? It's like... Just a weird montage. An unsettling montage. Okay. Anyway. Whoa. Oh, shake that off. Shake that off. Woo. I just can't believe someone. Oh, that got me like in my soul. Mm. It's just so viscerally it's so visceral. fucked. And as well, like, how are you not, how do you show that to people, your friends, mm. and they look you in the eyes and they say, yeah, put that out. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Dude, that is your next project. I think people really need crazy clown time. Crazy clown time. What does that even mean? I don't care to find out. I don't care to it's find out. It's too stressful. No. So, what's che- what did che- did Chelsea like the David Lynch <laughs> films no, that no, he no. was no? Okay, good. No, no, um, no. <laughs> what is your history with David Lynch? Um, I remember you guys hooked up that one time. Me and David Lynch. Yeah, yeah we <laughs> made out, and I whispered. I say, actually. And then we broke up. Um, I'm so stressed watching all of your media. Yeah, do something normal, you fucking loser. And then he didn't want to speak to me again for some reason. Weird. Weird. <laughs> and so no, I watched, what have I watched of his? I know of Twin Peaks. Mm. One of my favorite bars in Sydney is Twin Peaks themed. Oh, what's that one? Jacobi's. Yes. 
Oh, is that Twin Peaks theme? Yeah, so it's tiki, and then when you go down the back with like the um, where the bathrooms are with yeah. the tiled floors and like the red velvet curtain. Oh, is that Twin Peaksy? Yes. Oh, I just thought it was a cool feature. Okay. Na, 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 na. All right. Yeah. So shout out to Jacobi's. Shout out to Jacobi's Tiki yeah. Bar in Enmore. It's so good. It's really good. And I watched Malholland Drive. Malholland Drive. Mal. Malholland that's, Drive. That's how a Melbourneian or a Victorian would say it. Yeah. Mal. Mal. Malholland Mal, 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 Drive. Mal, Malholland. Yeah. I watched it ages ago and it didn't get it and it creeped me out. Mm-hmm. And then I left it at that and that's all I've taken in. Yeah. What about you? I have never seen a David Lynch thing at all. I've heard a lot about him. And this is a type of movie we haven't done in a while where I'm super intimidated by David Lynch and all Mm. of his films. It's just, it's back to like basic dude cinema for me where I'm just like, if I feel intimidated by it, I'm not going to watch it. And that's how I feel about David Lynch films. Yeah. Very intimidated. I know they're very artistic. They've got so many meanings and layers and you work it out for yourself and ugh, mm. it's not what I want in a movie. No. So I was very uh, hesitant going into watching this. Yeah. Because I'd also listened to a podcast on this movie a while ago, but I hadn't seen it. So I kind of didn't really take much in, but I just remember from the podcast, I remember that there was some element about Naomi Watts's character either yeah. like not being real or being an alter ego or something. And yeah. so that's all I knew about the movie going in. Before you watched Mulholland Drive, did you yeah. ever have like an idea of what it's about, what the storyline actually is? No, I just knew it was weird. I just yeah, knew it okay. was weird and I have potential like – kind of remember it maybe being a dream yeah right or like not real I yeah. don't know I always just thought I didn't know back in the day because I didn't know David Lynch did Mulholland Drive right. originally and so I always thought Mulholland Drive was like some like murder mystery in a mansion or something yeah oh that's what the posters make it, it does look make like. it look like that doesn't it like yeah. a rich people murder mystery who done it mm. and it was not that at all no hey if they'd put it in order it would have been and it, it would have been, been this boring movie of all fucking time <laughs> <laughs> I know David Lynch, uh, the person, he was a – he played a part in Louis C.K.'s show Louis. He played like the network executive or something or Oh, that's Bad Vibe City. Yeah, that's he was cool in it city. at the time. What does he look like? He looks like you, – you won't be surprised. I'm imagining like Stanley Kubrick light. Uh, he's, he's cooler than that. I'm not in a fuck you David Lynch stage just yet. Okay. But I'm definitely always in a fuck you Stanley Kubrick. Okay. Oh, he's exactly – dude, he looks yeah. like – okay, I just looked up um, David Lynch Young. He looks oh. like every dude that went to film school. Film school. Every single – like a kind of a fine-looking gentleman mm-hmm. with a bit <gasps> yes. weird hair. There he is. Yeah. And God. a secret, a story to tell. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Okay, Shall we jump in? It's kind of hot. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> there's some pictures where out. I'm like, ew, and some pictures where I'm like, okay, okay, he's actually hot. Anyway. I mean, hot people can be. <laughs> can make weird things make too. Make weird things too. Shall we jump in? Yes. I can't believe it. I'm just so excited to be here. I'm in this dream place. This one comes highly recommended. Dream place. What are you doing? Get out of the car. Yeah. The girl is still missing. What's wrong? It's 
don't know who I am. Oh, this came out in 2001? Ah. I thought this was like early 90s. Yeah, okay. Well, here we go. (laughs) An actress longing to be a star, a woman searching for herself. Both worlds will collide on Mulholland Drive. Blonde Betty Elms has only just arrived in Hollywood to become a movie star when she meets an enigmatic Mm -hmm. brunette with amnesia. Meanwhile, as the two set off to solve the second woman's identity, film waker, film waker? What is (laughs) wrong with me? Film waker Adam Gersher runs into ominous trouble while casting his latest project. Uh, Gosh, that really just sounds like a normal movie, doesn't it? Yeah. That doesn't mm. do anything. No, no, no. Oh, and I can see Alexi Toliopoulos has given it four and a half stars on Letterboxd. Oh, Alexi! No! Alexi, uh, turn off right now! Don't! If you're listening, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you haven't seen Mulholland Drive, you would be in the same boat as me right now. <laughs> you know, mentally. Alexi, for the first time in Houston in history, you haven't watched the movie. I watched it. <laughs> but it's, it's almost as though I didn't. <laughs> it's almost, it's almost as, as if watching it was all a dream. Kind of what fuck it was. <laughs> so how would you sum up this movie all as right. best as you can? Naomi Watts. She's a starry-eyed wannabe actor who's just moved to Hollywood. Just moved to Hollywood. <laughs> and so she's blonde and there's a brunette. I'll just refer to them as that because I don't remember their names. And then there's a brunette who is in a car. There's a car crash. And then she gets amnesia. And she just kind of wanders into Naomi Watts' house. And then they start to try and, like the synopsis said, like piece together, like figure out who she is. Mm. I don't know what happens after that. Yeah. It's a whole lot of like there's – I just – I don't know. Yeah. I physically can't describe this film. Yeah. Plot wise. There's a lot of weird vignettes. So many vignettes. There's parts that are based in reality and then parts that aren't based in reality. Yes. Um, I had to watch multiple YouTube explainers after this. I did. This was just one so of the f- I'm able to talk about it. Yeah, this is on one of the podcast. first movies that we've done where I've actually watched an explainer. Because otherwise, in other movies where I don't quite get it, I'm like, but that's what I want to take to the chat. Yeah. Because that was my first watch experience of this film. But this one, I was like, I actually don't have anything to say unless I understand this film. Mm. And what did you find after watching the ex- explainer videos? I was like, oh, okay, I get it. But also, if you had just, like, there was a bunch of stuff that was definitely thrown in there mm-hmm. to make it seem weird. Yeah. Like, weirder than it was. And if you re-edited this and put it all in order, this would be so boring of a movie. I agree. Or also, there was, like, part, I think there's a way to tell this story that is interesting. Mm-hmm. And it addresses some stuff that I'm like, I understand that feeling. But only after watching, like, three explainer videos. Yeah. I definitely, like, watched the explainer video and then was like, oh, yeah, okay, I get it. I'd, I'll have to watch it again if I'm going to properly enjoy it. Mm. And that's historically something I don't like about movies, mm. when you have to watch them twice to get it. Yeah. So I didn't watch it twice. Um, <laughs> Proud of you. Thank you. For drawing that line in the sand. Um, in terms of explainer, so there are – I think there are a lot of theories about what the movie means and is, which mm. is another thing I don't like in cinema. Yeah. <laughs> it's only if things open to interpretation. Please. I'm a dumb baby movie brain. I need everything very clear. So what was the explainer or like 
theory that you've understood the most or so the one that made the most sense to me was Naomi Watts's character was in love with so most of the the first two-thirds of the movie are a dream yes and then the last part where she's been dumped by the brunette character I can't remember her name Mm. Um, brunette. I'm just calling her yeah. brunette. That's <laughs> how it's going to be. So uh, Naomi Watson and brunette were in a relationship. Brunette got successful in Hollywood uh, and started fucking this very successful director. And Naomi Watson was like heartbroken and jealous. So she orders a hit on the brunette because she goes so crazy. And then she falls asleep and has a dream about all like an alternate yeah, an alternate reality of her in Hollywood. Yeah, that kind of folds in all parts of like the actual story of how they got there, and then she wakes up and kills herself. Spoiler alert: she yeah. wakes up and she kills herself. I don't know if you can spoil this movie too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even if you know everything, you're still going to be watching it. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a much better synopsis than mine. Uh, no, that's only that after well. literally three, three whole. I think two of them were twenty minutes. 20, yeah. One was ten minutes. Long, long explainers. The last time I remember this, I just got a flashback to Memento. This feels like a Memento yes. feeling. How we had yeah. to watch a fuck ton and read literature about it afterwards. Mm. And look, I do want to preface this chat. I mean, we're halfway through it, but um, <laughs> mediately preface this chat that. Like, I totally get that there are obviously so many David Lynch fans who see his art, see his work, and are just like, that is for me, that is speaking mm. to me. I totally get how this is. I don't this. I don't have the same feeling as I do to Stanley Kubrick as I do to David Lynch. Yeah. I respect David Lynch way more. I'm like, I get what you're doing, but this is just not for me. No, 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 And no. that's fine. Yeah. Although I will say, you know what he has that Stanley Kubrick doesn't that I think makes his movie so much more watchable? Gorgeous. Yes. This movie, aesthetically yes. and cinematically, stunning yeah. to look at. Yeah, big time. I watched it with Luke and we both were on the same page of not really understanding what was going on. But I was like, but I'm not bored though because mm. it's every, – every vignette is interesting to watch. I have yeah. no idea what's going on, but it's all very visually interesting and pleasing yeah. and audially as well mm. i just don't understand, like get the actual story yeah but it's still an I- interesting to watch mm. particularly how he shoots women and they're mm. all like so soft and like perfectly put together yeah i'm like this is nice. very pretty yeah it's soothing yeah it feels good yeah can i also say this is great because like Name me, name me what's what is happening? Like, right, this is what happens when you drink too much out of nowhere all of a sudden. <laughs> the neurons get fired. Yeah. Do you okay? So before watching this movie, if someone did a lineup of photos of blonde actresses and were like, pick out Naomi Watts, <laughs> could you pick out Naomi Watts? No, no, no. She's like a national treasure. She is for Australia because she went to either like Whopper or NIDA, one of the one of the big acting schools big here. Schools. And they use her, like... She was... Her and Hugh Jackman... And Kate Blanchett. ...have been the poster children for yeah. whatever school that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They've been making young 18-year-olds port tens of thousands of dollars... <laughs> Move across the country. Yeah, into those acting schools for decades. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, she was great. She I was great. Loved, I loved her character. I loved the just how innocent, naive, positive, bubbly. I mean, her dream, her character in the dream. Yeah. Loved that for her. It was so, it was really enjoyable to watch. Yes. She's so starry-eyed. Yeah, it was also like very like 60s sitcom, like, 
mm. very twee and yeah. like, oh, I don't know. It's just a big city. Yeah. And I'm like, I would love to, if I had a dream version of myself where I was forgetting all of my flaws. <gasps> yeah. And all of that's what it would look like. Yes. Yeah. That's a, but yeah, that's like that's the attitude and demeanor of a blank slate human yeah. who's never lived until today. Yeah, there's nothing behind them. Yeah, I'm like I've never done anything bad. What are you yeah. talking about? I'm just so excited for everything. Yeah, sometimes bad things happen to me, and it's not because of my own accord. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm fine with it. I yeah. process it and I move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think our chat will be a little bit like this movie, disjointed all and all over the place. place. Yeah. Also, I. I watched it a week ago, which is yes. unheard of for Ma. Uh, that is my fault, I will say, because no, because no, you you throw yourself under the bus last <laughs> time when we did Don't Worry Darling. We were meant to do this the day after the podcast awards last week, um, and I was way too dusty for yeah. that. Way, way too Hell dusty. Yeah. And especially for this movie. So I messaged you on the day. I was like, I don't think you should come in, Beck, if that's okay. No. I can't talk about Mulholland Drive like this. I haven't had a drink in like 72 hours and I'm still like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is going on? Do you know what's fun? Do you remember we went up Mulholland Drive when we were in LA? We did. We did. We went on a car trip through Mulholland Drive. And we probably said on Mulholland Drive, we should do this on the podcast. It was because it was right. It was before we'd started the podcast yeah when we went to LA it was like a couple of months before but we already knew we were going to do it so we probably mm. did <laughs> and just a quick four years later yeah finally got around yeah. to it <laughs> did you have any favorite parts I tell you what I did really enjoy watching the part with the silencio club silencio <gasps> yeah that was like was that the lady singing and then yeah. she part- that was my favorite part yeah I mean like there is no band yeah it's all pre-recorded yeah I was like this is interesting to watch I like like all the reactions that are happening here and like mm. it's very detailed down from like when this like from the singer's messy makeup yeah. to like yeah, where yeah. they're sitting in the audience and everything and the and- like the super close-ups, like kind of off-camera angles on her face as she's singing and it just stays there for so long. I found that really, really enjoyable to watch. Mm. She's got such a beautiful voice too. Um, What was she singing? Fernando or something. Joylando. Yeah. She's just, oh. Joylando. Beautiful performance. Yeah. Like I have no idea what was going on, but Mm. it was lovely. (laughs) Yeah, and then when she falls down at the end, I was like, whoa, I don't know what it means, but it feels powerful. That's how I experienced this entire movie. (laughs) Wow, I don't know what it means, but it feels powerful. (laughs) Um, At one point, like towards the end, like Luke was just getting so frustrated (laughs) by not, like not getting like what is happening, what's going on. Because it was just like, it's not, I mean, it's not like you're watching the movie being like, who's that, who's that? Like you get who everyone is and (laughs) the vague storyline but then in the third act when they change from dream sequence to, to real reality, life, yeah. that's where you're just like, wait, okay, so how did we get here? What does this mean? Mm. Um, but anyway, so at that, it was at that point that looks like I have to find out. And I, I made him stop looking it up because I wanted us to both be like on the same page yes. confusion-wise. Yeah. <laughs> like I need a partner yeah. in this. I want us to both not know at the same time. Exactly. Uh, so we have to be on the same page, which is no page. <laughs> is the page real? Is a dream page? Who knows? 
Melissa George showing up was fun. Where was she? In she this? was that one. She <laughs> she was the character where they were like, it has to be her. Oh, yes. Cast in the movie. That's Melissa George from Home and Away. So that was cool. Yeah. Oh, wow. Two Australians. Two Australians. Yeah, I didn't realize oh, that. Oh, my. You know what I did? So I did get this out of the explainers. I didn't get this out of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's like when they flipped it all around and they're like, it's her dream that in her dream – Hollywood is controlled by like a bunch of like faceless, powerful entities. Oh, and it's yes. not to do with anyone's talent or if they want someone. It's just some random guy in a room is like, this is this who person. it's going to be. See, that makes sense. And I was like, I get, I totally get that feeling of feeling like it's uh, this thing of higher power. Like yeah. being in showbiz is this thing of higher powers. and It's not about talent know. or hard work. It's yeah. just about whoever they want to pick yeah, yeah, for whatever yeah. arbitrary reason. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hits. And it's, you could never actually win because it was always pinned Pre- against Pre-planned, you. yeah. Yeah, it was always going to be this weird body double situation. See, I like all that. Yeah. I'm just too dumb to get it in the moment. Yeah. I need a Mulholland Drive for dummies. Like, <laughs> no, but you don't. Where they put it in the right order. And yeah. then they say there's a voiceover that's like, okay, guys, we're starting the movie. No, so they don't. Yeah. Put it, they can leave it in the order that they're in. But then the voiceover is like, we're starting the movie. It's a dream right now. And yeah. then every now and again, he comes back in as a voiceover like, remember, they were still in the dream, still in the dream. Okay, yeah. guys, now we're out of the dream. It's real. <laughs> Do you know what they need? Did you watch that show, Arthur, um, the cartoon show? Yes. And so you know whenever Arthur has, like, a dream or, like, a daydream, it's that sound that goes, yes! Every time someone is dreaming or, like, like in that is the sound that I hear. And I wish they'd put that in that movie. Just, like, at the start, it's like, and make their vision vision go all warped and yes. stuff. Yes, and then we're at the end when she comes out of it, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, oh, it's a dream. It's like, a dream. You didn't need to spell it out. I know. I get it. I know. Okay, David Lynch, make that version just for us, please. And then at the end, she puts her hands on her hips and goes, DW. <laughs> Get out of my room. Cool. I like that. Yeah. I'll do that one. I hope he takes on those notes. I think he'll really appreciate them. Uh, do you know I was just thinking like how crazy, I mean, not that I've ever taken acid, but how crazy this would be to watch on acid. Oh, my God. Anything what a psychedelic. Mistake. It's so, there's so, I mean, you guys know who David Lynch is. Now I know just so many like flashing images, really quick stuff that's like so like really unsettling and unnerving. Mm. I did notice though that this movie passes the Bechdel test. No way. Because there are so many conversations where the two main women characters are talking not about a dude. Oh, my God. So that's pretty cool. You're so right. Yeah. Well, okay, well so done. That's David more than we Lynch. can say for Mrs. Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, and no one also says weird words and drinks a bunch of yeah. milk. Yes, exactly. No one's wickety tickety tea. <laughs> I'm going to have a glass of whole milk cow juice. <laughs> Fuck you, Stanley <laughs> Kubrick. <laughs> oh. Can I ask a question? Because mm. I think you get this more than I do. So, you know when they find the dead lady in the bed? Yes. Who's that? That is, or who is that a symbol? I think that's meant to be Naomi Watts' character. Okay. Yes. Yes. But I think there's a lot of things in this movie that don't actually mean anything. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it is like 
a dream and you know you like in parts of a dream when you just like something happens you're like i can't put any meaning to whatever that, that, that makes zero sense yeah okay well that's that's cool because that was one of my main things so upon my researching did you know that there's a lynch's 10 clues to unlock mulholland drive what he's written 10 clues which and i have heard of this before which are giving you insights into how to figure this movie out <laughs> it's a puzzle okay well that's like a Great. Thank you. I'm like, finally, good. Well, it's more like pay particular attention. Do you want me to read them out? Wait, did he specifically write this? I think he wrote these. Okay. Yes, good. Which in that way, I respect that too. I'm like, Mm. okay, you're not just throwing artistic shit at a wall to see what looks the weirdest. Like there is a method behind your madness. Yeah. I appreciate that. I didn't get the method, but I appreciate that there was some. Yeah. Also, you're making this a game. You're including us now. Thank you, David. So number one, pay particular attention to the beginning of the film. At least two clues are revealed before the credits. Maybe the dream sound happened and I didn't hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Two, notice appearances of the red lampshade. Oh. Three, can you hear the title of the film that Adam Adam Kesha is auditioning actresses for? Is it mentioned again? Say all that, those kind of things. Oh, is this specifically for Mulholland Drive? Mm. Oh, I thought it was for like all David Lynch No, no, movies. no, for Mulholland specifically. Oh, okay. An accident is a terrible event. Notice the location of the accident. Who gives it Is it on Mulholland Drive? <laughs> <laughs> Got that one. <gasps> Nail it. So all these little like, yeah, clues that if you were to want to jump in and have another look, it would probably be quite illuminating. mm Damn it, I wish I knew about these beforehand. Yeah, me too. All this stuff. I wish I knew all of it beforehand. And it would have been like it's it's a very cool concept of having it two thirds of it be in a dream. Mm. Everything's perfect, but all this like interesting stuff is happening. Mm. And then the third act being real life and she's living a terrible life. Yeah. I just didn't get that. And it would have mm. been so nice if I could. Yeah. And I also didn't cool love movie. how did you feel about like The whole lesbianism. Oh, yeah. Thing. Look, it felt very male gay self-serving. Yeah. Um, As soon as it happened, I was like, oh, okay. Mm. They're going to hook up. And I picked it before Luke did. They were like sleeping in the same bed and she got in naked. Yes. Yeah, um, she's constantly naked. mm. She's got amnesia, but she is like so chill with being. She's so cool and confident. (laughs) With her safety and her surroundings, despite having no memory. Yeah. Um, so as soon as she got into bed naked, I was like, oh, they're going to hook up. He's like, no, 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 no. I was like, babe, just watch. Absolutely. I'm going to smash. Then it was on. How did you feel about it? Horny. Oh, it was horny. It as. was hot as hell. It was so hot. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure there's a reasoning and, and, and an interesting theory behind why mm. they hooked up as opposed to just remaining friends. Well, I think because they were a couple in oh, right. real life and this is Naomi Watts' dream and she's like, obviously everything's hot, sexy, cool. And, and I'm like, dream. I'm saving her. Oh, okay. That makes a lot yeah. more sense. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I saving forgot- her and in the dream she loves me back. Gotcha, and she needs yeah. me. Yes. Because I was thinking it's actually such a – I thought it was a very male thing of her, of Naomi Watts' character to meet this woman who has amnesia, so mm. basically born yesterday, <gasps> sexy baby born today kind of thing. Yeah. And falling in love with her. She she says to her within a day, I'm in love with you. And, like, you yeah. don't even – she doesn't know who she is, you, so you can't know who she is. I was like, that's very male of you, Naomi. Yeah. So that makes more sense now if it's in the dream and she's trying to, like, correct 
the terrible relationship they had in real life. Yeah, that line, I'm in love with you, really gave me the heebie-jeebies. Mm, it was too soon. I was like, oh, you're, you're making it less sexy. Yeah, it is less sexy. I don't <laughs> want to know that you're obsessed with her. Gross. I just want to know that you want to boink her. <laughs> <sighs> Look, okay, we'll just go quickly. Did you like the performances in this movie? Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you like the vibe of the movie? Mm, yeah, like it kept me interested. Mm. Like it was visually interesting enough the whole time that it kept me engaged and mm-hmm. I was curious. Mm. But at the end of it, I was just kind of like, ah, oh, this mm. is two and a half hours long. Yeah, and it, it requires too much homework Yes, for us, Yeah, which is fine. A lot of people love homework with movies. Don't mm. begrudge that at all, but mm. we are not about that at Dude Cinema. Yeah, just watch a 30-minute explainer if you're curious. Yeah, and maybe even before watching it. Yeah. I mean, if you've listened already to this, you know what the deal is with the film. So. Yeah, but the 10, I like if someone had been like, oh, there's 10 things you got to look out for. Mm. To, I'm like, that's a fun game for me. It's a fun game and it could help me along. Yeah. yeah. It, if I just watched this, like if I just raw dogged it with I nothing, just I know, wouldn't like it. Did anyone, when they first watched this movie in 2001, how many people got that the first oh. two thirds were a dream? Like without looking up reviews or reading literature about it. Yeah. Let us know. Mm. Hit us up because I would love to know if people get that first off or if, it's more, if David Lynch is more of an experience of watching it learning about it, watching it again. I understand that. I'm not mm. inclined to it, but I, I understand the enjoyment of that. Or did people just get it and I'm a fucking no, asshole? I don't think you're a fucking asshole. You, and I love. think a lot of people wouldn't have got it. Thank you. Okay. Um, Good. Well. Just as well. I have some questions for you. Yeah, I'd love you to ask me some questions. <laughs> Alexia, did this movie make you horny? Yes, but in <laughs> only in the sexy scene. Yeah. Everything else was pretty gross. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I think, yeah, definitely. The sexy, sexy scene. And also, like, the women in this movie are just beautiful. Mm, They're stunning. They're gorgeous. And also just, like, scenes as well. Like, even that apartment Mm. they were staying in, I was like, that looks so homely and comfortable. And it feels, like, really like a safe space. A real home. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was wanting for the apartment, I guess. Yeah. And just the, the, all, just all of the landscape of like, he shot LA really cool. Yeah. It makes, he makes it look really cool. Yeah. 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 Um, would you recommend this movie on a date? I think if you are showing this movie to someone who hasn't seen it, suggest like the 10 rules mm-hmm. from David Lynch. I think that could be a fun yeah. game to help yeah. them along, keep them engaged. I guess like, I feel like David Lynch maybe has some other films that are more, relatable like yeah. i know there's one with laura dern that we were maybe gonna do okay called like body heat or something like that that mm-hmm. looks like it's not as absurdist yes yeah okay yeah 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 cool yeah and I definitely not crazy you. clown time no don't look it up if you haven't seen it don't look it up it's delete not. it if you can if you run the internet delete crazy clown time car yeah. thing <laughs> fuck that and ratings how many how many clues out of ten would you Ooh. give this movie? <laughs> I give it. I'm gonna say two and a quarter out of ten. Out of ten? Mm. Oh, of course, that's to be out of ten. Well, then I give it um, four and a half. Yes, cool. Four and a half out because I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. I definitely didn't love it. I found it engaging. It ran for way too long though, and I didn't like the research mm. that I had to mm. do for it. It yep. wasn't. 
an enjoyable watch. It's not what and it didn't fulfill any of the reasons that I like to watch movies. For. Yeah, I agree. I think I'm probably going to be I'm four and a half. Yep. Okay. From me. Well, that was Mulholland Drive. Yes. You guys, we release episodes weekly, so please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for the people that got in touch and mm. told us what movie they wanted to see. There's so many ways you can do that. You can follow us on social media. You can leave us a five-star review. That really helps with charts and ratings and stuff. And in your review, let us know what movie a dude has told you to see, and we will review it for you. Like this one. This comes to us from rayhans.com in the United States of America. They say best movie podcast ever, five stars. With no hyperbole, I can easily say without a doubt this is the best movie review podcast. These ladies are not only giving you the female perspective, they give you truly unbiased critique, heart, horny culture, and tons of laughs. Oh my god, thank you. Thank you, rayhans.com. Thank you, (laughs) rayhans.com. And, of course, if you haven't yet, please join us on our Goldcast subscription feeds available Apple and Spotify and Patreon. Here is a little clip from last week's Gold Class to whet your bloody appetites. So you did your one solo show mm-hmm. and then a bunch of other set up mm. for the festival showcase shows. Is that right? Yes. So well, it started on Saturday at 12 p.m. was the first show. Which is mwah, the best time for stand-up yeah. comedy. You oh, still we love it. got a cappuccino mm. rolling around in your mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> love a coffee-breathed audience. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, so good. And so, just, just waking up. Mm. You know, it might have been the first time they've left the house that day. Oh, for sure. Get him into a comedy show. Get him in there. Wake him up. At a beer festival that opened at 11. So, like, people have barely had a drink. <laughs> and the shows are in a, an open tent. Oh. Like, a yeah. like just people can just, like, walk past and be like, oh, what's that? Nah. Nah. Exactly. Well, yeah. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> All right. And finally. Yes, my love. Alexia and our dear cinema. Akumite. <laughs> I'm so out of practice. Akumite to you both. And akumite to you. And <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Wow. <laughs>